Gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome and thanks for joining us. This is the Twin Cities Carry Live Show. We're a firearms training company based in Minnesota. We cover permit to carry, firearms education, DNR hunters education, advanced carry courses, and much more. You can find us on YouTube and Facebook at Twin Cities Carry and on Instagram at TC underscore carry. Please like and subscribe. Apparently, the algorithm needs that. At least that's what they tell me. I, how are you guys doing tonight? Good, you? Oh, it's been a day. Hey, we should let people know who we are, huh? Put our names up on here. Uh, I thought I put my name in when I uh, signed in. but I don't want people to know who you guys are. There we go. Uh, All right. AJ Jim, it's... Uh, a weird couple days, right? We had a, a 70 degree day, and it's been like 31 the last two days. It was so nice for a minute, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I miss it. Jim, what's new in your world? Having a fun two days, haven't you? Oh, cripe, where do I even start? Yeah, so we got the, uh, the brand new Glock 44s on the range. They've been working really well. Um, I find they are very sensitive to anybody riding the slide forward. They are definitely pull back and let go. Do not let your hand move forward at all. So they're definitely a good learning tool for that. But uh, otherwise, they've been fabulous. I shot one for the first time myself about four shoots in, and, and I had drawn a little circle in the middle of the uh, target for the guy to show him where his front sight was supposed to be because it's a dot. Took my first shot and was right in the middle of that circle. I'm like, okay, looks like the gun's pretty accurate too. Right. But uh, then Saturday it went all downhill from there. Yeah, I had a student scare the crap out of me. Uh, short version is is I had my hand out in front of her showing what to do, and she fired, and the the you know the expended shell hit me in the forearm just in front of the elbow. So, and my hand had to be what at least six inches in front of the plane of the barrel. Mm. So now was that. I didn't ask you this in text. Was she not listening or was that your screw up? Let's be blunt. You know, it's it's hard to say that it's anything other than my screw up for assuming that she wouldn't do it. I mean, okay, yeah, as the instructor, technically it's always your fault if we want to go down that path, right? Wow. Um, I, I just, yeah, I'm not trying to assign blame, but you know what I mean? Like, you know. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, so uh, the worst part was that's the first magazine. I'm, I'm talking to her again in the middle of the second magazine after having said something very unprofessional in front of, and don't do that again. Uh, and the second magazine, I'm doing the same thing, and she does the same thing again. So at that point, we took a break, and I yelled at her three times to put the gun down before she did, and then I had to walk around for a minute because at this point, I'm uh, having a little trouble focusing on what she needs. But, uh, you know, we got through it, and I'm thinking, you know, do I flunk her as a safety violation? And I, I went back to it. I mean, at this point, she's upset. She's crying. I'm like, look, I'm upset. I'm, I, you know, honestly, you scared me more than I've ever been scared in more than 35 years of shooting. But I'm not actually hurt. Let's look at this as a teaching moment. Can we, you know, walk away from this having learned something? And uh, 
she shot the rest of the magazine well and at that point those were the first shots that she had taken were good so i let her have a third magazine everything went fine and i, I ended up even passing her and giving her her certificate but uh yeah all of the rso's you know of course it's up at north north metro where there's you know six different rso's between <laughs> the guys walking around and the guys back in the office i'd have the conversation four or five times before i could get out of the building as to what had happened um and then i come home and find that my laptop has bricked so yeah it was it was a hell of a day you did seem a little tense when we were talking on text that night so oh man i i i i commend you i probably would have uh, anybody who has really paid attention you can tell that this is all different now because i'm in a different spot in the room so you got a different view behind me there's different lighting i wasn't even going to be on the video tonight until uh, AJ generously said, "Go get a webcam. Just put it on the company, because my lap, you know, my uh, webcam was part of the laptop that bricked. So, yeah, it's 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 AJ's fault that y'all actually have to look at me tonight. Right? Agreed. Well, we'll take that up with them. <laughs> so, anybody, <laughs> two things. I, I commend you. I probably would have flunked the gal right off uh, offhand. Like, just we're done. We're not shooting anymore." Um, you're clearly not a safe individual. And if you're so stressed out that you can't do this without, we can't do this safely. I'm right. Done. So I'll commend you. You worked with her. I'm sure she felt like, uh, I'm sure she felt very upset as well. Uh, second. Yeah, dude, anybody who's ever, you know, even losing a phone, not even like the full extent of, of losing all of your files on your computer even losing a phone like that that sucks that that is rough and stressful because you are freaking helpless so on a lighter note without going into detail aj you're leaving us for warmer weather yeah <laughs> I'm I, uh, i've been there god this will be my fourth trip this year and uh, i was getting in trouble because uh other people are not allowed to go with previously. So, you know, we're bringing people to make them happy. So now, now does the one daughter have to stay home since she did get to go on a previous trip? No, she's allowed to come. <laughs> Which will turn into its own thing. <clears throat> yeah. All right. We'll Let's see. get There's in. going to be a lot of drinking, my friends. <laughs> right? <laughs> Absolutely. The father of three daughters. I feel like there's a lot of drinking just because of that in general. You don't have to go anywhere. You, sh you get a pass. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the show. First thing I got for you guys. We seem to talk about it every week. Tennessee legislature has passed permitless handgun carry bill, which now heads to their governor, who has already stated he will sign it. So we have another state. Where is mine? That's all I want to know. Where is mine? Never gonna happen. You saw that legislation that I forwarded to you guys about us becoming East South Dakota, right? I did. I, did. Oh, I should have thrown that that's, in here. Yeah, That's when it's going to happen. It won't ever happen as long as we're part of Minnesota. Uh, me and AJ are screwed. We're in Dakota County. We were, like, there was a very specific around the five metro area. Oh, oh yeah. We're going to have to move out of the metro area. That's a given. <laughs> The metro area is staying Minnesota. We'll have to yeah. move up to the metro area, but I assume if, if you know, we can go to Delano and be nice in East South Dakota now, we're all moving. Right? Yeah. 
<laughs> so I told the wife, I was like, hey, look at this. You know, we we're joking about it. She's like, we may have to move. And I was, I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, we may have to move. You're on board. With I'm this. willing to drive the extra 30 minutes. You know what, what I mean? Doing it. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, I was, she took me by surprise. I'm like, cool, let's do it. Wait, can we just move now? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Iowa is close to passing similar situation. It's moved out of their legislature to the governor, I think, who also has voiced strong support to uh, sign that bill. So, yeah, my understanding is that was part of the Tennessee governor's, you know, campaign was I intend to have permitless carry. So, I mean, it's pretty much assumed he's going to sign. Yeah. Um, I do love, uh, you know, it's, all the anti-gunners act like it's the wild, wild west. Like, everybody's going to be out there strapping a gun on so that they can go shoot everybody. It's not the way it works. It's not the way it works now, is it? But to AJ's point, it's never going to happen. Not not in this state. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my example to you was with the driver's licenses. I mean, that goddamn <laughs> real ID has been mandated for like five years now. Look at us. Hey, we still pushing it out. Still pushing it out. How much money did we spend on MPARs for the tab system that never worked? Not enough, apparently. <laughs> Wasn't that like thirty-four million or something? Oh, they they had to scrapped it. They had to like extend it twice, dump more money into it. It was ridiculous. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's it's not going to happen in this state. It's 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 a non-starter. We we can't even get. A freaking uh, non-in-person permit renewal out of committee, like that shit's yeah. just dying in committee. But you still like Hennepin County right now is out towards the end of May for permit to carry appointments. So yeah, not, it's pathetic, is what it is. It's embarrassing. It's uh, uh, it's a right delayed is a right denied. Period. I agree with AJ though. That there's there's definitely an embarrassment factor in this when you have a conversation with somebody you know somewhere else in the country. Like, where are you from? Um, yeah, how you doing? <laughs> you don't even want to tell them where you're from. It's so I, embarrassing. I used to be very proud of being from Minnesota. I think Minnesota is a gorgeous state. There's not a lot of places that get the weather we do, even though I don't like some of it. I mean, the pride of ownership compared to other states. I mean, mm -hmm. I think. I think we're a good people. I think it's a great place to live until this last year. Mm -hmm. I've never been embarrassed to live here. And that embarrassment scale is not just creeping up, but it is solidly moving skyward every yeah. single day. I, I think I've said it even on these lives more than once. I mean, I've got a birth certificate that doesn't say Minnesota, and I'm pretty proud of that. I'm, I'm much like AJ, right? I, I very much loved Minnesota. Uh, I loved everything it stood for and represented as I grow, grew up. And it, it's not the same place. Um, and, yeah, it sucks. I don't know. It just sucks. So, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a thing. We're stuck dealing with it. And, uh, I mean, I'm not ready to move out of it, out of Minnesota yet, but... Uh, Maybe I'll open Twin Cities carry warm weather edition when I'm gone. Well, we already got one of them in the works maybe as soon as next month. Twin Cities carry south. 
More on that to come later. Keep in tune to future broadcasts. <laughs> TC carry south. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's 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 talk about all right. My, my favorite story of the last two weeks, right? And I know everybody saw it, and it's old news, but I don't care because I still love it. Here uh, we go. <laughs> Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals rules: bump stocks are not machine guns. First off, like we needed their opinion. Well, yeah, look, you can't regulate a belt loop, um, at least not yet. Are bump stocks the stupidest thing ever made for a gun? Yes. Uh, the okay. stupidest thing? Oh, there's been some pretty dumb things. I don't know. A chainsaw attachment, for instance. I don't think that's stupid. Have you seen lasers? <laughs> I don't think a bump stock is stupid. Maybe a little pointless. Very pointless. But there's an entertainment factor there. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. So, yeah, it's, it's no more useful than the binary trigger, but I mean, you know, it's just... Okay. We but, don't want something taken away because that just makes it easier for the next thing to take away. I'm, I'm very much a believer in the slippery slope. Well, yes, but I'm back to the binary trigger. A binary trigger on a 1022 gives me the giggles way more than a bump stock ever did. <laughs> I, I love binary triggers. They're the greatest thing ever. I love them. Uh, I'll be honest. That might be the first time I've heard a grown man say something gave him the giggles. You'd be surprised at what gives me the giggles. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'd like have, a comprehensive list if that's available. Uh, not on the internet. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Wait, I'm sure it is available on the internet. Uh, all right. U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit Court court reversed the district court decision which had denied gun owners of America's motion for a preliminary injunction preventing the ATF from implementing a final rule classifying bump stocks as a machine gun under federal law. Most people are familiar what really classifies an item as a machine gun is more than one projectile expelled for one trigger pull. way it works out, you got one trigger pull, one bullet, anything beyond that, uh, Boom, you're a machine gun. Yeah, and so, I mean, clearly the bump stack is not a machine gun because it just facilitates more trigger pulls and thus more bullets. It's still one trigger pull per bullet, not yep. a machine gun. Yeah, so a lot of people may remember that what really kicked off the whole uh, bump stock ban, which was enacted by Trump, um, was the Las Vegas shooting. Yeah, it was the Vegas shooting. Mm-hmm. And what was it, 50-some people? Um, so, yeah, I mean, this goes back quite a ways. Uh, Gun Owners of America has been fighting it the whole time. And at this point, it's been struck down. Now, it could move up to a up to a higher court, which I think actually from Sixth, sixth Circuit Court, you, you have Supreme Court. That's it. Um, the Supreme Court would have to take it and... The Supreme Court has definitely been doing everything they can to run away from any freaking gun case, period. Yeah, I don't see that happening, yeah. No, it's not going to happen. Um, actually, we have another story about the Supreme Court not taking any cases. They had an opportunity on Monday, and uh, they chose to take a little more time. I haven't followed up, but they're just not... They're not taking up any cases, and I'm sure most people understand they only take cases they see a, put, a potential of overturning. 
So if they don't see any potential or reason or want to overturn it, they're not going to take it. But at least we will likely be able to get bump stocks back at some point in time. TC Carey branded bump stock. <laughs> I like it. I know a guy. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh. And on the uh, the reverse side of things, though. With every bump stop comes a free hat. With every permit to carry purchase comes a bump stock? No, well, maybe the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't even know what they run. I've never even looked. I don't, I, I never bought one. Um, I'm sure there's still... We're going to find out right now. Hold on. I don't even know if you can. I, I don't know exactly, you know, where this all stands. If if somebody's going to start producing them, um, where I mean, I'm sure there's still some more legal stuff that needs to happen before before bump stocks hit the market again. Um, I don't know, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I'd like to now. If they are legal again, like fully, and somebody's producing them, yeah, absolutely. You know, I can't think about that Vegas show without thinking about what I thought was the weirdest part of all of that. I don't remember who the guy was, the the the, the country act that was on stage at the time. You know, they all run for cover in the dressing room, and the off-duty cop who's with them has to borrow the band singer's gun because the cop's not carrying and the singer is. Mm. Holy crap. This Come out. No. Go get your own somewhere out there. Yeah. I have one already. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Talk about not being prepared. Well, I mean, the whole the whole shooting was weird. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at it on Wikipedia right now. Dude had 24 firearms in, two, in total, including 14 AR-15 styles and 223, 8 308 AR-10s. Uh, 308 bolt action and a 38 caliber revolver. So I don't want to make fun of this or make light of this no. whole situation, but you said 24? 24 total. So in comparison, the, you know, the old age old adage in permit to carry land is, uh, you know, one is none and two is one. What is that? 24 is 12? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Overkill, I think is what it is. Yeah, my, it's overkill. My math degree didn't stray into that territory in any of my classes, so. <laughs> well, uh, our, we, we never did. Originally that, ran about a buck thirty. Currently about a buck seventy-five. That's not I, that much more for something that isn't allowed. Kind of surprised me. I mean. No, the, the number of guns, I do remember being a big topic of conversation from the standpoint of how did he get them all into the hotel room. Ah, the, the little carry One at a time, baby. <laughs> that reminds me of a guy walking in with an arm load uh, to the you know, Edina Community Center past the police officer. That was a new one for me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, were you part of the company then? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just had started. Oh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Shame, shame, shame yeah. <laughs> At least he was nice about it. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, I guess I'm confused. I didn't think bump stocks would be for sale yet. 
and available. I'm very curious now. Uh, well, now, you need, now you'd need one of those apparently on your 1022 along with the binary trigger. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you this much, Jim. I don't need to spend $130 to get one. <laughs> Put a suppressor on there, that binary trigger. The motor up. <laughs> yeah, duh. Uh, I'm just curious. I, I, I may... I may need to make one if it's legit and legal. I'm going to do a little more research. All right. I kind of changed up on the, the notes on you guys. Uh, AJ, Jim, you both know my dislike of the NRA. I'm, I'm not a fan of the NRA. I've been vocal about that on numerous times. Yeah, it's so sad because really – they were like the golden child for so long mm -hmm. and they just imploded in epic fashion. Right. And that's why I'm so negative on them and Wayne LaPierre because it was a slush fund for him with a, was it locked in affinity and it's a complete freaking racket. I think that they should all be brought to jail on Rico charges. Um, and that, that frustrates me because it was this grassroots organization that, you know, you give them a little bit of money here and there on your monthly or on, a, on an annual sub subscription membership, excuse me, and they freaking take care of you. They protect your best interest. And they, they lied. They cheated and they stole. So, I mean, screw all of them. Um, which brings me to the story. NRA board member publicized working to promote Every town's gun safety program. Every town's gun safety program. Yeah, I did not see this in our notes. Yeah, I skimmed them. I did not read them. Nope, nope, nope. I, I feel I, like I, that one would have caught my. Shane and I were talking earlier when he was helping me break in my webcam. I mean, I got my heart rate up. Just I mean, there's not supposed to be mesh there. This is yeah. supposed to be mutually exclusive groups. That's why I. Oh. Uh, that's why I changed the notes. This wasn't in there. I, you know, and we didn't talk about this previously, and I came across something the other day that Rob Pincus, if anybody knows who that mm -hmm. is, apparently is also just been uh, busted for aligning with gun lobbyists, like, or anti-gun lobbyists, rather, like any town. Really? Yeah, in a big way, and it was caught in an interview or something, too, and, I, you know, I... I don't want to start spreading rumors because I'm, I'm not well versed in this, but I read an article and it did, it did not read well. Hmm. I'll look into that one, but yeah. So yeah, maybe we should talk about that next week. Put it on the docket. <laughs> For real. Um, yeah, I hate the NRA. They piss me off a lot. And I, it sucks because they were the biggest power, the biggest uh, friend that you had as a gun owner. But yeah, this guy is a board member. Here's what I find interesting, right? Um, so they did some, some calling of the herd of board members, right? Anybody who didn't get on board with Wayne LaPierre's vision and backed him and publicly support him got ousted, right? And a lot of other people left. Um, I want to talk about carry insurance later and the company I use second call defense. The guy that founded second call defense was a previous, um, NRA board member. He stepped down when all the allegations came to light with, uh, with the NRA and left the NRA altogether, which is a huge reason why I went with that insurance company. But yeah, this guy's been on the board for a year. So 
if you're looking at that time frame, he came in after all of those uh, all of those people were purged and removed. So yeah, I, I can't for a second believe that this guy is here for anything other than money. Um, so yeah, he he was he's out there freaking hanging out with every town for for gun safety, which is a, a Bloomberg sponsored um, organization. This article goes into to depth about Bloomberg's uh, presidential run and how he basically just wasted a bunch of money. But uh, yeah, no, it, I, I just it it pisses me off so much. Um, yeah, so NRA board member Anthony Colandero, who was elected to the NRA board last year, pictured with New Jersey Dead Tree publication showing off educational materials provided by Bloomberg's Every Town for Gun Safety. It raised questions, I bet. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Oop, let's stop the share, huh? There we go. Um, I don't know. It just bugs me. Just it's it's further further failing of the NRA. Um, there are other organizations like Firearms Firearms Policy Coalition and Gun Owners of America and and local organizations, right? Like Minnesota Gun Owner Caucus. Um, that being said, they're they are legislative organizations and not lobbying organizations. The NRA lobbied. And that was where the real change was affected. Uh, legislative, we got to sue and we got to hope that there's not a bunch of anti-gun judges in place that are just not going to take up the court, up, take up the case like the Supreme Court right now, not taking cases. So, I don't know. Makes me sick. I'm going to be honest. Makes me sick. Right. People you think are friends turn into enemies or swindlers and it turns out Although doing a lot of good work up front also ends up doing a bunch of shady backhanded shit on the back end. Mm -hmm. It's so unfortunate. I mean, we've talked about it previously. You know, like, the, what else? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt oh, you. Go, uh, go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. The gun community, we're a pretty passionate community. Hmm. You know, we, we really care about this, and it's easy for people to come in and under the veil of lies and share that same passion with us. I mean, the door brothers are a perfect example, right? I mean, yes. the NRA is doing the same kind of shit. I mean, it, it's mm -hmm. so unfortunate. So. Yeah, I know we're, we're definitely, we're a bunch of crazies like they call us, but we're crazy about the right, right? We're um, passionate. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Imagine, um, imagine if people were trouncing on the First Amendment. How many people would be up up in arms? Uh, enough of them. They are. I mean, the whole communication industry. Like, if they crack down on that, like they're trying to crack down on guns. I mean, the backlash would be astronomical. Well, I mean, it's the old adage uh, where you're going. Like, I, I don't need a permit to. I don't need a permit for my First Amendment right. Why the hell do I need a permit for my Second Amendment right? Right, like, I, I don't, I don't have to register my First Amendment. Why, why do I have to register my firearm? Yeah. Well, which actually plays well into the other converse, uh, the other news article I have. Young v. Hawaii, the Ninth Circuit, 
noted anti-gun circuit court, Ninth Circuit Court, uh, shows this clear hostility for gun rights again when, uh, in their opinion, they are striking the word bear from to keep and bear arms. They say that you have no right to bear arms outside of the home, uh, which is in complete contradiction to um, Heller and apparently Heller to dissenting opinion, which was actually written by then Judge Kavanaugh, um, in which, you know, you do have the right to bear. So the Ninth yeah, Circuit... It's actually listed right there in the Second Amendment. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty goddamn clear, you know. Quite literally black and white. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, but you just can't depend that stuff. No, I don't, I don't get it. Um... You know, GOA, Gun Owners of America, filed an amicus brief, which is really just like a, and I, I don't know if you guys know this, but an amicus brief is basically just a, for the court's information, uh, I'm a separate party, I want to provide this information. So anybody can file amicus briefs. GOA, FPC, they file tons of amicus briefs uh, every every freaking month. Um, and they, they pointed out that Hawaii's carry ban is indeed longstanding. Um, it's... <sighs> Well, wasn't that part of the Ninth Circuit's decision was that they said this was in place before Hawaii became a state and therefore it gets to continue? That's what they're going with. Even though they're now part of the United States and the Constitution is the governing document. Period. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, talk about a can of worms to say no laws that were in place before you became a state are still applicable. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. You want to talk about the Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's I don't it's, think they really wanted to go there. Well, it's all legal gymnastics. Um I don't know. It's just I don't get it. Like it's pretty goddamn clear how it's spelled out in the Constitution. Shall not be infringed. Like, period. This is this is meant to it's not meant so you can go hunt deer every deer season. It's not meant so you can keep a shotgun in the house. It's meant to keep goddamn government in check. We've yeah. lost we've lost that right. That's gone. That's never coming back. At some point in our life, I really do believe that um the Second Amendment will be stripped from the Constitution or so neutered that it'll be pointless. It will be so hard to come back from that too when that happens. Oh, well, and, and it brings up another point. Is is that the point where we have the Civil War, the Revolution, and this becomes no longer one country? Never going to happen. Um, I, I don't, let me rephrase that. I don't think there's going to be some big stand-up of gun owners um, to defend our rights because it... it I, they're smarter than that. The enemy is smarter than that, right? They're not. It's not going to be an all-at-one thing. It's going to be this. This guy gets red flagged here, and they're going to make him out to be a crazy. And look at his social media history. And oh my God, yo, he's a conservative. And then this guy's going to get red flagged. And, well, let's, oh, let's use current times as an example. It's going to be twenty years of we're not coming for your guns, and then we're coming for your guns. 
It's going to be 20 people who are not coming for your guns, and then all of a sudden you look and they're gone. Yeah, all your guns are mine. No, I, yeah. I, I think Shane's right. It's going to be so subtle that you don't realize all of a sudden you look around and like, wait a minute, what happened? Yeah, the the, the it's yeah, it's going to be this guy gets red flagged and this guy gets you know uh, uh, this guy's a past marijuana user and you know you can't stand up for this guy and you can't support this guy and it's going to be one at a time, Peter, you know, this little bit, that little bit, and just nickel and diamond you, you know, just little little chops at the tree. Um. That being said, I mean, the country is more divided. I just don't think it's going to be on a. Uh, I, I don't know where the country's going, right? Like, I feel like I woke up one day and the country is not the same country that I've known my whole life. So, um, definitely I, feel that way about Minnesota. Yeah, that's a, that's a separate issue. I never. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't get it. One and the same, just on different scales. Yeah, I don't get it. So. Um, I don't know. Man, I don't have any good stories. It's like nothing upbeat, dang it. It's all negative. Which is one of my big issues, right? Like I do get I get beat down by the negative headlines in the gun world every day where it's this guy shoots up this place, that guy shoots up this place, and it's, you know, Biden executive order this, and HR, whatever stupid bill, this and NRA sucks at this. And it is very difficult for me at times to, to stay positive about the, about our right and where it's going to stay. I don't know if you guys ever feel like that, but it, it yeah. definitely gets me down from time to time. Um, well, what are you going to do, right? I guess I'm going to go buy a bump stock. That's going to make me feel good. <laughs> All right. There's a lot of space to shoot in Canada right here. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else did I have? Ooh. Well, you wanted to talk about insurance, and you've kind of talked about insurance on the fringe here a little bit. Yeah. So – you guys have carry insurance, right? Yep. All right. So for us, it's real simple. Should you have carry insurance? My answer is yes, you should have carry insurance. It's as simple as saying, should you have car insurance? Yes, you should have car insurance. Should you have homeowner's insurance? Yes, you should have. Yes, you should have insurance. But I do think a lot of people get. I think a lot of people don't look at it the same way as us, right? If you think about. Think about the, the person who never handled a firearm, you know, younger person in their 20s, um, never handled a firearm before 2019. The ev events of 2020 take place. They make that decision. Young, they're uh, maybe not making the most money in the world. So now they got to go buy a gun at highly inflated prices. So what, six, $700 for, for a Glock 17? Got to get a holster. Hundred dollars, ammunition, another thousand. Yeah, uh, you gotta gotta take training. Hundred bucks. Time. Oh yeah, I mean before COVID and the riots and all of that inflation that went in there, we used to talk about it's hard to get into this for under a grand. I mean, I don't know if you can get into it for under a grand anymore. I don't think you can. No, I don't think you can. So now you come to our class, and we're telling you, you know what you got to do. 
you got to go spend anywhere from 250 to 500 dollars now additional for for a year per year just in case you just in case just in case and let's be honest statistically it's never going to happen to you but just in case you got to have that insurance it's a hard pill to swallow for some people it's it's not hard for us right um it's kind of the world we live in we get it we all have separate insurance policies as well just because we're instructors and we need to be covered in in case in case jim's uh hey, other night having a week like jim yeah right but i i think it's a hard pill for people to swallow that they need to now spend two hundred fifty dollars just to have a little card to carry around um so i kind of wanted to dig into it a little deeper and really talk about it so I start out a lot of my classes going, kind of explaining that, look, we live in Minnesota, and what that means for you as a gun owner is you're automatically wrong. Even if you're right, you're wrong. You're going to jail. You're going to be arrested. You're going to need bail. Period. It can be the most clear-cut case in the world. You're getting arrested. You're going to jail, and you're going to need bail. That costs money. That's not a that's not a five hundred dollar, uh, bail note, right? That's no. In that kind of scenario, a lot of people are gonna, you know, they're gonna leverage their houses. Yeah, that's the amount of money we're talking about, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's anywhere. So okay, self defense shooting, and you don't have insurance. Maybe you do everything right, and you're the freaking golden case, and um, you you just get arrested you just have bail just have some court stuff you're still gonna need an attorney you're still gonna need a new gun you're still gonna have lost time from work you're going to deal with lost finances period what ten thousand dollars forbid somebody passes away in this in this incident you can be cleared criminally 100 percent, and still face financial hardship on the civil side. Yeah. Even if you're 100% right. 100%. Absolutely. It, so 50 to $250,000 is what you need for, for criminal and civil defense. And that's assuming you're found not guilty in both criminal and civil. And that there's not any extenuating circumstances. I don't know about you guys. I don't have that offhand to, uh, to put towards my legal defense. I, I just, I don't. <laughs> It is a, yeah, we're leveraging the house type situation. So. Yeah. Somebody told me a rule of thumb once is if you're, if you're charged with murder, your attorney is going to want a hundred thousand dollars up front and that amount replenished. If you actually go to trial, Mm -hmm. you're looking at a $200,000 defense. If you have to go to trial for murder, that's yeah. I mean, that's just assumed. Yeah. Okay. But let's take it a step down. Say you just brandish your gun. You're still getting arrested, potentially. <laughs> You're yeah, still going to face potential legal. Yeah, I mean, brandishing is assault, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, brandishing is, an, is assault. Or, you know, just anything, right? Somebody sees it, you get arrested. So, I, I know a lot of people look at it as another cause. Just imagine that for a second. You see something you don't like. I'm assaulted. <laughs> I'm offended. I'm, I'm triggered. Oh, uh, God. 
I feel like I'm assaulted on the roads every day. You are. Looking at ugly cars and ugly people. Oh, I was just going how the fact that we can't drive as Minnesotans. We are oh, the worst. Everywhere. We are. It <laughs> 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 is everywhere. Have you but, ever driven out, out in the Northeast? Man, they really can't drive. The only people that know how to drive, honest to God, drive in circles. I mean. Texas. I love driving in Texas. No, 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 no. AJ just pulled out the NASCAR reference. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they don't know how to drive. They just know how to go left. I was so ticked off on Monday. The race on Sunday got postponed because of weather. I'm going to pull up the race on Monday, and it's the freaking Chauvin trial. I wanted to watch the race. Right. Oh, I called Channel 9 and bitch. <laughs> of course you did. Fair enough. Hey, Passholt, it's Jim again. I want to talk to you about this trial. Again. Again. The guy says you're supposed to be playing the race. Put the race on. Do what you're supposed to. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Remember, I wasn't born in Minnesota. I was born in the state where NASCAR is part of the blood, man. <sighs> I, I, in fact, I was born in the state where it is based. So, Jim, I have never once sat through an entire NASCAR race. Either you get it or you don't. It's I not, don't. There's, there's no in between. I love drag racing. I love drifting. Um, See, here's love, the one that you guys are going to understand. Hockey. Yeah. I love uh, hockey. What the hell is uh, I grew up at the racetrack, so I'm still in the hockey, middle. Man? I mean, I, I don't get hockey. I love hockey. I can't watch hockey because FSN sucks. A lot, and so I don't have. I only get hockey when it's on a, a, a national. Um, oh, don't uh, get me started on FSN. I want to watch the Twins. Yeah, not going to happen. All one hundred sixty-two games are televised, but not in my house because well, I got a dish. No yeah, FSN. I don't have Comcast. Screw me. I don't get FSN. So, and I, I can't buy it separately. So, yeah, annoying. No hockey unless it's a nationally broadcast game. Uh, but no, back to the insurance thing. Like you gotta oh, have it. insurance. No, I thought we. Were, I know. Yeah, we we took a hard right on NASCAR. Um, <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> Sorry, hard left. <laughs> hard left. <laughs> nice. You gotta you gotta have nice. insurance. You need to shop around. You need to spend some time. USCCA has a good program. It's a little spendy, in my opinion. Um. Well, they've got a tiered system, don't they? Yeah, but you know what? No, it, it, it's you don't get extra insurance cover coverage in that tiered system. I was looking into it for for talking about it. You get extra perks where you get like you know member stuff. You get uh, seminars and classes and whatnot, but you don't get extra insurance coverage. You don't so get from, the, from an insurance standpoint. You just go with the bottom tier. Correct. It's two hundred fifty to five hundred thousand. 250 criminal and 500 civil across the board, whether you pay the 34 or the 44 or what have you, which I found weird and, and I didn't understand that. Um, you know, for me, I have one that covers me up front and not reimbursements. So a program well, like that's one of the big features you have to make a decision about is do you have the money to front? Mm hmm. And then be paid back, or do you need a policy that's going to pay up front? And and yeah, I've got upfront as well. Yeah, I I have young kids. I uh, 
I need upfront coverage, and I pay a little more for it, but I'm okay with that, right? I mean, mine also covers me for the instruction uh, side of things as well, which is important, (laughs) so... I don't know. I just, you got to do some research. You got to spend some time and it is something you have to have. Look at your coverage levels. Like I said, I, I personally wouldn't go less than $250,000 for criminal coverage and 500,000 for civil coverage because civil court's a freaking roll of the dice. The rules are very different and they are very, they're much more lax. There's no burden of proof like you have in a court of law. Isn't it simple majority? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So you you can't – think about 12 people you work with. Would you trust them with your guide, with the fate of your life? Well, I mean, we've talked about – You can't even trust them at work. (laughs) We talked about this with the Chauvin trial. You know, he's putting his hands, his life in the hands of a jury. When I think from a legal standpoint, he's better off with a tragic trial by judge. But you guys brought up the point. Well, he only has to hang one juror. Yeah. And that's a that's a good point. But it doesn't work that way in a civil jury. Nope. Simple majority. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I want the best legal representation I can get. And that's the other thing that... Um, insurance has you can go look up their testimonials and it, there's legit testimonials for each of these insurance companies they have defended people you can find those cases they have the network of attorneys that work with them that understand the laws around this and are, what are you going to try and do stand at the phone booth while you're got one of your three calls in in jail with the yellow pages looking for an attorney is that really how you want to be Finding your uh, defense attorney, so nope, mine's mine's real simple. I got one number I call, and they mobilize and they help me out. It's one thing I don't want to have to think about. So I don't, I don't even I don't even know the number for my company. Um, trying to pull yeah, you up. got a you got an app with the big red button, right? Yeah, I got an app with a big red button. I was just going to pull it up, but it's going to make me log in. Nice. I do not have an app. Um, I have it's to call. a reciprocity map in it, too. I should probably program the number into my uh, phone now that I think about it. I think I'll do that afterwards. Mine is... Uh, I just got Siri programmed. Siri, call my lawyer. <laughs> I don't even have to touch my phone. <laughs> that, that's, uh, I feel like you might have some extra stuff going on there. Yep, specific instructions if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> you got a plan in place and you're going to work that sir, plan. Um... I don't know. Mine's, uh, mine's called Second Call Defense. I'm not trying to rep for them. I just love the name because it's, your second call after nine one one. Well, I was going to say, you know, I'm all of a sudden not as pleased with my company because I didn't realize I had to log into the app. But even if I come out of the login screen without plugging it in, I've still got a button on there that says emergency. It's just not red anymore. And I hit that and it calls the company. And one of the reasons that I chose these guys was my call is guaranteed to be answered by an attorney 
So that conversation is not subpoenaable. It's work product. Therefore, you know, everything is, is, is privileged from the moment I start talking. Is that a big deal? I don't know, but it was one of the selling points that got me. But it could be. And when you're dealing with what ifs, that's mm-hmm. a big one. Yeah, you know, okay. So I went down a YouTube rabbit hole the other day. Of, uh, <laughs> don't take much to do that these no, days, does it? No, a couple beers, and next thing you know, it's one in the morning, and you're like, what have I done with my life? Um, my kids are going hungry. No. Uh, you hit 50 and had that conversation. <laughs> so. I went down a, a YouTube rabbit hole of police imposters or impersonators, excuse me, getting arrested. And um, they all just keep talking and talking and talking and, and putting their foot in their mouth. And the whole time I'm like, you dumb idiot, shut your mouth and don't say a goddamn right. thing. You got to find, you got to find the, the video of the two lawyers that just say, just shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Yes. Got to find it. Uh, I mean, that's it, a, yeah, I mean, Absolutely. That's how most convictions happen is the people talk themselves into it. That's uh, that's another thing I bring up in class a lot is the, the shut the fuck up lawyers. I mean, it, 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 it's, 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 do you remember, do you guys remember? I mean, it's gotta be 20 years ago now, but a guy was accused of killing his wife, putting her in the trunk of the car. And then he left that car in the parking lot of the Kmart on Nicollet Avenue in Minneapolis with the keys in it. Thinking, oh, okay, the car will get stolen. I mean, all the evidence said he did it, but the guy never said a word, was never officially charged, and ended up collecting the life insurance payment on her because he kept his damn mouth shut. I mean, he probably got away with murder. Yeah. Roll that tape. Do it. Yeah. All right. Hang on. Good advice. It is. No, and it's a good video. Enough. I mean, cops are, you know, they're the good guys. They're there to help. In in this kind of scenario, in this situation, they're not your friends. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Let's do it. Okay. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to hear this crap. Hang on. We should just play this at the end of every show going forward. <laughs> now right. that note, have a good night. Right. <laughs> Hang on here. Let's see if we can do this. Oh, yeah. We've been warning people, if you are working for an unlicensed dispensary, an illegal dispensary, and it gets raided, you need to shut the fuck up. If you shut the fuck up, you have a good, good chance that we can make the case go away. Case in point, Three employees of an illegal shop were busted during a raid. Two of them said, oh, I'm just volunteering here. The third guy shut the fuck up, and the DA did not prosecute the guy who shut the fuck up. They can't prove what you were doing there. If you're a customer, patient, walked in to go to the bathroom, they don't know. you got to shut the fuck up, and it's shut the fuck up Friday. The guy in the background. What do you say when the cop first pulls you over? When he keeps asking questions, and they ask more questions. You know, I love this video. I mean, obviously it's vulgar, but that's what makes part of it so great. But it's also great advice. And I, you know, 
I forgot the part about Shut the Fuck Up Friday. We might have to adopt that for a little while. <laughs> it, it's getting now nice. you let me know how that goes in your house living with four women. <laughs> That's hey, gonna be man, I live with four women every day. <laughs> Shut the Fuck Up Friday for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, my ex-wife one night when we were in bed. It's definitely all this direction, though. Yeah, I remember asking my ex-wife one night when we were in bed, her head, you know, what, what is it about your head hitting the pillow that makes your mouth start moving? She's like, what do you mean? My mouth's always moving. Okay, at least you admit it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I. Uh, it's, it's good advice, though. It's right. It makes sense. It's perfect. Just, just shut up. You're not in a state to say anything. Even if you just got brandished, if you, or sorry, even if you just brandished, and then the bad guy ran away. You could still walk yourself into a freaking crime. So shut up. Well, I mean, it, we've got it laid out in the PowerPoint in the class. If you brandish, you make two phone calls, 911 and your attorney. And if you've actually fired the gun, you call your family and also say, hey, I ain't coming home for a while and shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be the time to tell your, your wife to shut the fuck up, though. I'm going to set that for a Siri alert, too, just to mass text the family. It's going to be a little bit. Do me a favor. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> also, call the lawyer. <laughs> uh, I will say, with my carry insurance, like they got the whole little spiel they want you to say on the back. I actually don't agree with everything. There's, I'm, I'm, I hope I am of the mind to not... Uh, what, to not what, read this verbatim. What does it actually say? There has been a shooting. The person attacked me. I was in fear of my life. Send an ambulance and law enforcement. My name is. I am located at. My phone number is. And then it says, do not give more detail. You're being recorded and I'm too upset to shoot. I'm not going to say the person attacked me and I was in fear of my life. Okay, I'm just going to say there was a shooting. Here's, Send help. here's what, I, what I say in class. And, and I got this from... The guy who put on the seminar when I bought my insurance, and the guy that I bought the insurance from was a retired Army JAG lawyer. He'd been a prosecutor and a defense attorney in, in Army cases. And then after he uh, got out of the Army, he went on to be a prosecutor in the Dallas County Prosecutor's Office until he retired from civilian, civilian life. So it seems like he's got a little bit of credibility with it, you know, regard to these criminal-type cases. And it was, one, there's been a shooting. Let them know what happened. Two, whatever information they need to find it, address, landmarks, name of the business. Three, show some compassion. Ask them to send an ambulance. There is no fourth thing. At this point, they're going to ask you to stay on the line, and you hang up because you have now said everything that could help you. None of this, I feared for my life. I was being attacked. There's a shooting. Here's where. Send an ambulance. Yeah. You don't need any... You have to look out for your own interest in this situation, and, uh, and that's what you should do. So, unfortunately, a lot of people don't even recognize what that means or how to execute that. It's unfortunate, and that is not the time to try and fumble your way through it. Nope. No, I mean, I, I, I think having a card with something to say on it is good. I just maybe I should take like a a, a sharpie to the back of it and just block that out because. To be honest, I'm not going to be in a state of mind. Like we're not, we're not tactical operators. We're not, you know, we're just average Joes that 
feel it's important to be able to protect ourselves and our family. Like this, we don't train to kill people. We, tr- we train to defend our families. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to be in a state of mind to, to speak to that. I'm not going to be in a state of mind to, to even know what I'm reading off that card. Nope. Nope. Not at all. All right, guys, we're at about an hour. I think we should call it there. Sounds like we're talking about Rob Pincus next week, or in two weeks, though. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately. That's a shame. All right, gentlemen, you have a good night. I'll see you in two weeks. 14th. 14th.